Yo, excuse me, Mrs. Lynn. Yeah. Have you ever seen a show with a couple on the mic with bad content and it don't come out right? We tight. They ain't never tight. And that's not polite. Am I lying? No, you're quite right. Well, tonight on this very mic, you're about to hear We, we swear, swear the, the best podcast of the year. So, so. Here we go. Scream Bravo. Also, also if you, you didn't, didn't know, this is our show. Hey, I like that. Life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to America 20 to Life, you guys. It is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Good to have y'all here. You know we don't you I had to figure out what day it was because we don't usually do Tuesdays. So we do uh, we do Wednesdays from Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. right here on America 20 Life. You can catch it on my personal page as well. Uh, this is usually where we do the thing at. So today is a special show. We had to come on today because a lot of things has transpired and some um, some new news and some new people are into the story. And our life is kind of like that. It's like enter new characters, enter new characters. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Enter two new characters to the story, y'all. This is going to be very interesting. Um, if anybody's seen the promo uh, that I did earlier, um, it's interesting to understand why I would have this man on here, right? Um, as we all know about me, I'm a little bit different. Um, I don't go with the norm, right? I'm just a, I'm just my own guy. I'm going to do things how I'm going to do things. And um, I decided that I was going to reach out to, after we had... Uh, did our thing up at the Capitol, I decided that I was going to reach out to uh, the other side of this situation per media. You know, that's how they want to say it, right? It's two sides of this thing. It's us yeah. and it's them. So, But there's multiple other sides to this. There is. There's multiple sides and we're figuring all that out. We're kind of peeling back the layers of this onion. So um, what I realized is that uh, people ain't that hard to get a hold of. I said that yesterday. I talked about it all. People ain't that hard to get a hold of. So I, I was actually at the uh, Capitol Wednesday prior to that Thursday uh, rally. And uh, I, I observed the whole thing. And we did a video on that of the Michigan Liberty. What do they call the Michigan? Not the militia, but the other one. I always forget. Anyway, I should have it committed it's to the, right it's now. the It's the organization that actually did the protest there. And I spoke to a lot of the people there. I actually spoke to the organizer herself. And I got a different perspective, man, and I thought I would want to share that with the world. So, um, you know, what the media tells us to believe and what the media is actually telling, you know, actually is going on uh, with the media is, is two different things. So I, I, I'm not saying that one is right or the other. I'm just saying that there's different perspectives to this thing. So I reached out to um, one person here, Phil, who is the uh, head of the Michigan Libertarian Militia, Michigan United for Liberty. That's That's it. the group's name. Yes. So Michigan United for Liberty is the actual group that organized the protest uh, against the stay-at-home order by Gretchen Whitmer. And what I've learned about this group of people uh, through conversation is that, um, first of all, the media's got it wrong on that organization specifically, but what I what I realized and I try to put it in context for people, it's almost like if I've got 100 people and they're all together and the only people that the, the group knows about that is there. So, for instance, if the media only knows that I'm there. My name is there and some other people come that look like me and we all kind of mesh in together and they're on some radical shit. 
then at the end of the day, I'm going to take that run. I'm going to take that that ride because it's going to be on me. And and something we've learned is there was a there's a lot of different groups and everybody always has their own motives for, you know, what they're going to do and what they go up there to do. Right. And it's factual, the things that we saw and why some of the groups were up there and what they were trying to portray. But the media is always going to pick out um, the most visually sensationalized, you know, depictions and the reasons and then lump everybody. So it's that whole entire process is now because of this. Right. And that's what we kind of you were trying to figure out. Like, let's dive yeah, into these. Yeah, I want to know, man. I don't like to be fooled, yo. Like when you hear the word sheep, I don't like to be. I don't like to use that word because a certain somebody does. But I like to. I like to find out my own information because I don't think there's anything more ignorant or silly looking than somebody spreading something that ain't real because somebody else told them that. And then when they get asked, "Well, where's your where's your evidence of this situation?" They have none, and they have to sit there and say, "Well, such and such told me that such and such told them." I don't rock like that. So I need to know and I need to know for myself. So again, back to what I was saying about the Michigan United for Liberty. Um, the, the, the headlines have been that this group was a racist group um, and that came up here on white supremacy and so on and so forth. So to give you guys a heads up on that, we're actually going to have the, um, the head organizer of that organization will be on here tomorrow for our Wednesday show. And so we'll do a promo for that. Get y'all, get y'all ready to go for that. Uh, but for today, we have Phil from the Michigan Liberty Militia on, who has also gotten a lot of press based off of the Capitol protests. And so I reached out to him through uh, mutual people or that, that I know. And um, I wanted to find out the truth, man. Like, I wanted to find out what was really going on with these people. Well, something to be said, he had already kind of come out himself trying to vocalize kind of some things to dispel some things and to say, Hey, 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 um, he's the, the visual face, um, of, of a lot of the things that have been going on, but a lot of it isn't associated with him specifically is what he's saying. And he really wanted the opportunity to be able to say that and to say what, you know, the actual truth. And I think it's very, very important to know that in this day and age, it's way too easy to actually ask somebody their self, and get their reasoning and communicate with them directly versus just forming opinions based on whatever. Yeah. So, um, ultimately I, I to be honest with you, the reason, the real reason I, I reached out to this dude was because I had been seeing, and I don't know how the algorithm works on Facebook, but like when it you, <laughs> when you talk about somebody or like when you guys share news media and we're the two most polarizing, um, figures in this protest that have happened, uh, that, that everybody's talking about. So whatever whatever reason the algorithm popped up that this dude popped up on my Facebook and I seen his live where he was talking about this situation and how um, it seemed that he was being misconstrued and, and he wasn't involved with all these things. And if anybody know me, when it comes down to racism, I'm very black and white. <laughs> That's kind of... Either, either are you Either are you ain't. You know, and at the end of the day, you either support it or you don't. And so... Through my conversations with him after the last couple of days is I ask very specific pointed questions. Are you this? Are you that? Do you support this? Through my questioning with him, I've come to the conclusion in my own mind, in my own right, that what he has told me is that no, he's not. And he doesn't try to associate with any of that. Through our conversations, he also explained to me that he was very bothered by, and so did the Michigan Liberty, uh, Michigan United for Liberty um, people that I spoke to there also were very um, aggravated with 
the Trump stuff and everything because they felt like it took away from what their movement was. Um, so I'm I'm not no spokesperson for neither, neither one of these people. I'm providing a platform for all of you guys as well as me to ask questions. You notice that you guys have the comment section on the side. You know this show. You know me. I will pull your question in, and I will expect to get an answer from it. So if you have questions, bring them in. This dude has talked to me. I've talked to him for about probably all of 20 minutes, 25 minutes in the last two days. And I've asked him the questions that I wanted answers to. There's some of the things that y'all may know that I don't, that I'm not aware of that he's been involved with. If you know these things and you want it to be denounced or you want more information or context to why he might have been in these positions or places, put that stuff in here, man, so I can pull it in and ask him those questions. Yeah, he's very aware of some of the things out here. He's very aware and he um, kind of jumped at the chance to be able to say, like, yay or nay, this is what it is. And we can all only be, you know, so hopeful that people will always give you the platform to be able to do that. We talk about speaking our truth. Well, we speak our truth every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and occasionally on a Tuesday. We want others to be able to do so as well. I would. Uh, so, like, through the situations that I've been involved with over the last five or so years that have been on the media, you can tell, like, media does floss shit up. Like, they mess it up. We, we had an instance, and we just talked about this yesterday. Where they try to change the whole narrative on our going up to the Capitol. Like they, they changed the whole thing. They put a headline with our picture to change the whole narrative. And thank goodness that we had people in place. A brother out of Detroit, Chad King, who put out a word to Fox 2 Detroit and got that switched up. And then we put the word out to WILX and got that picture switched up. But they tried to do it, you know, and they tried to do it. And ultimately, from my position, I feel like I owe it to the world to open the platform up to tell their truth, man. Whatever they believe their truth to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna save my judgment uh for after the conversation, but that's where I'm at with it right now. Um, yeah, there's too many instances where people don't get that opportunity. We right. haven't been given that opportunity, and assumptions are made, and conversations are had, um, relationships are ruined based on other people kind of you know talking amongst each other and, and assuming things that may or may not be true. Um, if they are or aren't, you can very very easily nowadays ask the person directly themselves. Yeah, man. And usually you can tell whether or not somebody is what they say they are or what they aren't, because at the end of the day, I'm just going to ask you plain out. Are you a racist? Are you racist or not? Do you have problem with black minorities, women, uh, Muslims? Do you have problems with Native Americans? Do you have pro I'm going to ask these questions. If the answer is no, what else can you take from it? I mean, at the end of the day, we understand that racism isn't always just what somebody say. It can be your, your uh, involvement with people. And we have a whole lot of brothers that be having in bad involvements as well. So we're going to point some people out like that, too, as we go along. But absolutely, if you involve yourself with, with racist people on that level and you defend it or if you allow it to happen around you, then you are as bad as the problem. So exactly. Um, we'll get to the bottom of that, though. So that's our show. We got uh, we got Phil uh, coming on here at 835. So stay tuned for that. And to be clear, there are there are plenty of people out here that will not denounce racism and will oh, not sure. just answer questions um they will beat around the bush they will we dog whistle they will gaslight so great examples lots of proof of people like that and so just understand if you've got somebody that's willing to be very specific and very direct this is the time we are in a place right now in the world where that has to happen these real conversations we can't allow things to just kind of go and i don't know it might or might be she might or she might not be but we're not going to really ask those pointed questions. Nope, we're going to ask them. I think it's so important to know, man, because I, would you want your doctor to be a closet racist? 
I mean, would you want your uh, your your defense attorney to be a closet racist? So, like, if these people have them issues inside of them, wouldn't you want to know about it? At least at that point, you can decide. And there's a whole culture for them, too. Uh, somebody says something on a post earlier today, and I'm going to get to that aspect, but because uh, you ain't off the hook, my guy, and I know you're watching. Uh, anyways, um, somebody said on a post earlier, and they were defending this guy who has basically given every reason for everybody in the world to believe he's a sexist and a racist uh fascist complete you know he's got all the all the ish Check all the, all ists. the boxes he's got all the ists and isms <clears throat> so anyways um uh somebody uh, actually with a female that got on there and, and started trying to uh and started trying to defend him and was saying we're we're on some cancel culture type situation and she hates when this happens and then started defending by saying, well, we see what happens when cancel culture happens anyways. There's a group of people that will embrace you. You know, that's fine. Have your group of racist people wherever you are. And, and y'all can do y'all bidding in business together. But I'm going to say this. This person who is uh, who's making millions of dollars off of this community, you will not be a part of this community. Exactly. You will not have uh, funds directed your way here. Like, we will not allow people that we deal with and elected officials we uh, that we uh, elect to get into office, deal with you, so they can't be seen in public with you once we, once this happens. Once once this issue gets to the broad scope of things, and your racism is exposed, you will no longer be able to work and walk how you walked before. Exactly. So life is going to change, my guy. That's just what you need to know. And people like that tend to want to immediately. Um, lay the foundation of playing the victim. That's one of the most, like, it's like a textbook play. Um, I'm going to be a certain way. I'm going to act like I'm not. I'm going to feign ignorance. I'm going to feign, feign like I didn't know. Um, and I'm going to play like that's not what I meant. And that wasn't my intent. So all these, this different bullshit surrounding it. But then immediately when you call them out on it, they're immediately the victim and it's them being attacked. And that's where that comment came from because the whole cancel culture thing, I get the sentiment doesn't apply when we're talking about somebody that is using groups of marginalized people to profit, to gain notoriety, to gain relationships within our communities. You're absolutely fucking right. If you are somebody that is involved in the oppression, the racism, the bias of any marginalized group, then absolutely those groups need to cancel your ass. For sure. Yeah, man. It's a good thing I'm like 15 years older than I used to be because it would be a different cancellation. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm cool, man. I'm chill. I mean, you can live how you live, bro. But I had to follow the conversation. You're just not going to live comfortably around in our environments and be donating to our black community and then trying to use it as a way of saying that I'm not racist while you're being racist and while you're being a, a pig. So anyways, let's be real. No let's be straight ops. out. Like if everybody understands this is where it's coming out and this is where it's going to start at. The owner of Defy Clothing. Former owner. It used former to be owner. Defy. Now um, it's Rebel and it's over on Cedar Street where the John Bean building is. He is a marijuana enthusiast and um, distributor um, in the city of Lansing and this dude, what really happened, man, and it was really a, a simple situation that could have been maybe uh, rectified very simply was there was a picture of uh, two police officers that we've all seen, the state troopers and a militia member. It was, I don't know if it was a militia member or just a man up there that was armed. Um, and it's a picture that's been very, very highly shared. And it's very, a polarized picture. Yes, we all know the context. It, it, there's context behind this picture that's very racially motivated as far as anybody's concerned. Angela Waters Austin, who was the founder of BLM, 
put this picture out on her or BLM Lansing put this picture out on her Facebook and there was a caption on the picture that said this picture is basically polarizing. Yeah, it's not getting the analysis it deserves. That it deserves. And what do you think this picture means to you? And everybody was commenting that this means that it's obvious there's racial biases when it comes to police and people because if we were doing that, we wouldn't be able to take pictures. So on and so forth. So people oh. were talking on the situation correctly and how we would all kind of see this thing read the room well this guy gets on here on angela's post for whatever reason it says nice pick so then angela asks a very simple question what do you mean how by so? now how yeah. so how so nice pick no answer no answer for the longest time so then you know it blew up into this situation where they were just asking him can you explain what you mean by nice pick well an ally posted a very very valid question and um i believe tagged him in it and posted, he actually posted a few valid questions. Again, no attacking or anything, but just basically, why would you post that on that particular page, in that context, et cetera? They were very valid questions. And no response to that for the longest as well until other people started getting tagged. And then that's when shit hit the fan. So basically, so it started with dude, just questions being asked. Basically, that's what they did is the dude did was just turn this whole thing into like a huge argument. And the biggest thing was, is like what he said on that post wasn't a racist comment it wasn't a a comment that we even did, did even needed this type of attention it was it was really a comment that was like okay so what did you mean by that let's you let's hear you explain but his explanation in the following conversation and then the attacking that he's done to tashmika torak who from the firecracker foundation does nothing but great work for our community and social justice herself. activists dealing with kids that have been traumatized by sexual deviance and and so on and so like this is what she does for a living and this dude went on the full-on attack of this woman on facebook broadly out in front of everybody mm -hmm. and what i started to notice and this is what drew me in this is a common thing with this guy like he attacks women that's what he does like he he goes after women this dude's probably six four um i don't know six four kind of heavier you know kind of uh built uh heavy build and i was like dude i when i see that this is the same reason i went to the capitol this is the same reason I went to. The, I can't watch, sit back and watch you try to take advantage of our women of color, y'all. I can't see. So first he jumped on Angela, jumping on her shit, talking shit to her. I mean, basically, uh, jumped on Tashmika. Now, mind you, they're being very respectful. Just asking questions. Much grace, much patience um, given to him in the way that they were approaching the situation. He had already um, given a very, he was just very, I, I caught it almost immediately because a woman, a non-woman um, of color had actually kind of voiced some things of her her previous, you know, uh, situations or whatever you want to call it with him. And just the way he, that he spoke to her, kind of the phrasing that he used. And she ended up coming back and said, stop trying to intimidate women. And I was like, yeah, that is exactly how he is. he's doing it. And his verbiage was very disrespectful. It was very pointed. The phrasing that he was using directed at Tashminka after the way that she spoke to him, and which was in a way that she, he did not deserve. She told he told her to return his fund, his uh, donation. That if you want to talk to me, return your donation to me, and then we can talk. I she I guess he gave her a ten thousand dollar donation, uh, and so he threw that in her face. That well, if you want to have discussion with me about this. Then you can return my and donation. And she again, very professional. She's like, donations are non-refundable. If you would like to make a formal request, here's the email that you would go through. You would go through the board, etc. And then one of the subsequent posts or comments or whatever, the verbiage of uh, "get back to work" was used. So then he told her, "Yeah, get back to work." He he made a whole lot. Of, and so I can't. If you guys go to Tashmika Torak's personal page, she she pretty much chronicles it all with her explanation of what happened. Uh, so, so did Angela, Angela Waters Austin. 
Um, so you can see all of this. You can go to his page. It's MD Rebel, spelled fucked up as hell. And you know R-E-H-B-E-L. how it's spelled because there's that big ass billboard. Yeah, it's the billboard Cedar. that's on Shitter Street in front of the John Bean building. Spelled R E H B E L. You can go to his page and see because he wrote a book on this whole situation. Literally. Uh, talking about me and my conversation didn't with tag him. Anybody. So, again, with racist or, p- or potential or guys that fit the pr- profile, I asked this very specific question. Bro, are you? I said, listen, when, li, li, we can kill all this noise. If it's if it's racism that we're worried about here, just answer these questions. Are you racist? Uh, do you believe in racism? Do you believe that, that you know, we're do you inferior? denounce do you, racism and or do you, you allow it in front of you? Do you allow it in front of you? And those are very easy ass questions. And this is before things ever got hyped up and amped up. And he just came back with a whole bunch of amp shit at me. So then now me and him are going yeah, back and forth. People, idiots, et cetera. And the thing is, is the way you approached it in true fashion, because this is how you roll. Even if sometimes I'm like, <sighs> literally before it escalated, when Paul had asked the questions and he was super defensive and whatever, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know what's going on here. Right. Let's just nip this in the butt. Boom, boom, boom. Answer these questions. And this dude literally came back so defensive. You're making it about race and Bubba. And I was like, wow. Just answer the question, bro. Are you and racist you- or not? Like, <laughs> yeah. chill. There's a, just, it's okay. We're not mad. Just, just say it. Just say yeah. it. Like, if there's a problem, there's a problem. If there's not, there's not. Then we can all kill all this. And that's when shit took the. This was yesterday. Mm-hmm. What happened today was completely different. So today he went on a rant. So there was a big ass long post where he tagged everybody in it, said everybody's Did names, he and he didn't tag. I'm sorry. He just said everybody's names in this thing, and so on and so forth, and just told his side of the story to all of his people and his followers, which I see we have. Um, possibly one on here that got on here to defend, and I don't understand why you guys defend it. I'm telling you right now, my inbox is blowing up with women, people with stories about this what guy. Terrible experience. One guy hit me up with just straight up said, "Bro, is racist as hell. The dude is super racist. I've got proof of it. He's throwing me screenshots in my phone. I'm yeah. not done with this guy. We're just on a different platform because I have another guy coming on today. But exactly. we're gonna get to this. And Ryan Gladorf or whatever your name is, bro, don't don't be that guy. The guy that has to say and eat that shit. Like, damn man, my bad. I guess he was a racist. I guess he was a sexist. I guess he was a deviant. Like." Just hold on to all of that for yeah. a minute because I'm going to get to it. Maybe keep it to yourself for just, right just now. Just hold on to that till you get why we're saying these things because I wouldn't just grab anybody up and start treating them like shit. That's not my MO. Well, chances, I don't do that. chances are people close to him and people listening that may know him and are getting their little Twitter fingers ready so have in, probably yeah. heard him casually use the N-word. They've probably yeah. heard him casually use misogynistic And I think they, they casually garbage, are so. going to be able to tell their story, bro, so you're fucked. No, I'm even talking about his supporters. Yeah. You've heard it. You know. So, so Paul Turok, who actually is Tashmika's husband, you piece of shit, while you were talking all that shit, I'm glad you didn't go at my wife, bro, because it would have been on a whole nother level. And I'm not saying Paul's wrong for not, but just, I'm, I'm just, I, talk, I kept telling Erica, don't do anything and saying, because I just, I have I a bad, bad temper. <laughs> she has a bad temper. So it was good that it went the way that it went. But this is her husband, man. Why are you up in here treating her like she's not shit, man? Telling Paul her. Paul was awesome in how he handled it. Yeah. So actually, at the end of the day, uh, Paul says his inbox is blowing up too. So. You know, this dude believes he's untouchable. That's what I've heard from everybody is that he believes he's untouchable. Um, he's got money, so he just is, is walking. It's a Donald Trump situation, it seems to me. It seems like somebody who's got money who's been able to walk around in this fashion. Well, we had a good conversation about it, and I feel like I hit it on the head because this is something that I'm seeing a lot of lately. I'm seeing a lot of people really lose their shit. They're really coming out of character what it seems like to us. So it seems like to us, it looks like they're out of character, but really they're actually just coming into their true character. See the pandemic, the stay at home, the quarantine, all of this, it's taken its toll on everybody mentally. It's putting us in positions we've never been. People are uncomfortable. 
people that are typically very entitled and very privileged are having to deal with shit that they've never had to deal with. And it's stirring all these emotions in. So people are going nuts and they're going on the offense. They're projecting shit. And I feel like that he's not the first one I've seen just completely self-destruct because I feel like these are their true colors. We're seeing a lot of people. I have not seen so many people come out other than lately saying I've had to delete so many people off of my Facebook because of racist bullshit, misogynistic bullshit, anti this bullshit. And they're all in shock in this and that. And I'm over here like that doesn't shock me at all. People have nothing but time on their hands. They don't have the um, illusion to be able to dilute all their true colors. They can dilute it because they can be out here taking photo ops and giving nice gifts and donations to places and, you know, all this propaganda bullshit. Well, no, the real shit is now coming out and they're getting exposed. Teresa, yes, you can. Can we get a screenshot of his Facebook page so we can stalk it? Yes, I've heard, I've been told, and I don't know this to be true. And, you know, again, I don't like to be told things. I like to go see that he'll block you if you get too crazy. He hasn't blocked me yet, so I don't know. This is the guy. And that's the sign. And suppose he lives in Detroit, Michigan, so he might think that he's really too far away. But all your money's here, man. Every, all your money's here, bro. It's like, you know, you've got probably a lot of contracts with people. you got a, probably a lot of inspectors that come in and out of that building. You know, just it's just not a good look, man, to be that. But I'm glad that we're exposing. And I'm glad people are going to get to see what it really is. But this is the page right here. What's his name? Michael something. I don't know. Can't remember. Somebody's got his name. Throw it in here. Don't know. I don't name. care. But so anyways, bro, you had a chance, man. Like I even said, I, I kept, if you guys read through the comments on this dude's page, I kept saying, bro, just stop, man. Like stop attacking them. Stop going. And just like just stop. You didn't even have to make another post. The shit was over with. Like, just no, stop. He was like, antagonizing. He going? was picking and antagonizing. John, I know his name's Mike. I'm talking about his last yeah. name. But we don't really even need to know no, his last name. No, we don't really name. care. Um, so I'll bring Ryan back I mean, in. he even dug at you guys because he was like, nobody cares about your y'all's show. And I was like, damn. Oh, he lives in Lansing. Not Trish one person. Says. So anyways, Ryan <laughs> Glandorf uh, says, but that woman said that she didn't want to waste her time or something in her post. So Mike replied back, said, go back to work. You're putting a different perspective on it. Anyone can reread that no, thread. That was disrespectful. People can reread the thread how they want no. to. If he told her to go back to work or me to go back to work or whoever to go back, dude, just stop, man. I'm telling you, you're gonna be wrong. Ryan Glad Gladorf, just chill, yeah. bro. The, we're not put there's no spin on it. Nobody's trying to fuck this guy's situation yeah, up. Yeah, the context and the way that he was speaking to everyone, including her, was just very it was mad disrespectful and it was intended to be. So it's all good. Oh, there it is. It. Paul you says know? Mike Doherty. Doherty. <laughs> Mike yeah. Doherty, 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 Mike Doherty. It was just literally like popcorn because I'm just like watching it go off the rails. And I was just like, you know, it's so unfortunate. Yo, this, I swear this ain't even my MO, bro. Like this ain't even my MO. But like you just took it way too far, yo. And like, you continued going. And I kept telling you, just chill. And I just talked about this yesterday. It's like elite, <laughs> elite. Uh, what, what's the word we want to look for? Um... Like I talk about these organizations, they get told over and over, stop the harassment or we're going to go and tell somebody and you're going to be fucked. And they say, yeah, fuck you, I'm like going to keep doing what I want to do. Just stop. Just stop. Let's just stop. It's, all you got to do is just stop. And they just like, it's like whatever narcissism is in them, just believe that they are going to beat any situation. It doesn't matter. I'm untouchable. Nobody is untouchable. Not anybody in the world is. Somebody can fucking touch you. And I don't ever appreciate anybody that goes looking for bullshit. And then when they step in it, they act all surprised. Like, oh my gosh, I stepped in shit. And yeah. it's like, uh, We sorry. just talked about this yesterday. That's what's so funny about <laughs> this. Like, we were talking about somebody stepping in shit and can't shake it off. And like, 
or just step in shit, can't shake just it off, smear and it then around. smear it all over. Like, that's really what he did. Like, you stepped in shit real quick, just the tip of it. Or actually, he was like, this is the shit, this is your foot. He was like, oh. And then after somebody was like, you almost stepped in shit, you just squished your foot in it, squeezed it all through your toes, yeah. swiped it all over your face. It doesn't make any sense. Then you sense. started painting the fucking wall with it. Because that's I'm what just you saying, did. Over like, the last geez. two days, you continuously just kept hammering on people. And you and it's like the people that you chose to go after really made no sense. Like, you went after Angela Waters Austin and Tashmika Torak. Like, two of the most selfless people that are out here really actually in the community doing shit. You can come after me. That doesn't bother me. I'm, I'm built for that. I can do it. Not to say they not. But we can, we can go in back and forth. That's cool. But, like, why would you go after these two people that way, man? Like, come on. Like, they... I'm, I don't... I like it's like I don't want to say somebody owns the city, but if they was gonna own the city, like if somebody was going to, as far as the people, like you just went after the wrong ones, man. It didn't make any and the sense. Way you and the did way it. you went after the way you it, did just it just made no sense. Man. I've had some of the most like on opposite ends of the ideals or whatever you want to call it conversations, and it got heated as fuck, and I never felt disrespected. I felt pissed. They might have felt pissed, and we might have gotten a little petty, but you don't always have to feel disrespected in his intent was to disrespect period right, right that was the that was the goal not cool bro not cool no not cool so um again we're gonna get phil robinson in here who is the michigan militia michigan liberty militia so that's another thing we need M-O-M. to be yeah we need to be very conscious of is that there's multiple militias within this state it's not always I, I think when people hear Michigan militia, because I, I know I, I always did. I always thought I Michigan too. militia was just Michigan militia. There wasn't like no the state of Michigan. It's one. Right. There wasn't no other side of that. It was if you're a Michigan yeah. militia, you're Michigan militia. Now, let's not let's not let's not hide the fact that there's some badass militias out here. Right. Um, some like, well, that's why we were saying. There's yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some militias that openly. And this is my thing, too. There's some militias that openly are racist, that openly um, are it's part right of their wing, ideals. White yeah, extremists. it's part of their ideals. Um, they don't all of those hide things. It. So there's multiple people that are like that, and I feel like if you're gonna be that way, you almost have to um, recruit from that position, or else well, you're not gonna be able to keep numbers. For like, sure. if I'm gonna be an extremist of some sort, I'm gonna have to say and openly say that I'm a racist and I don't like all these people. So come to us if you feel the same way, so I can get my numbers up. So I just don't know, and I'm gonna ask him this. I just don't know what the benefit of it would be to denounce that if you're as radical as you are about, you know, the second amendment and putting a militia together and the government and so on. It seems like you would be that same rational, that irrational or that I shouldn't say irrational, but that radical about not liking certain uh, groups of people as well. And it's important. uh, We say that to say, because that's something that I had to look into it and understand. It's not just this one big conglomerate. You can't group everybody in every organization. Every group is going to have, different ideals they're going to have a different set of guidelines and bylaws that they follow and how they rule and what they will or won't support so it's important I'm sorry, to know the differences babe. i'm sorry ryan just stop bro didn't i just told you we be telling other people just stop yo you're behind because you just did exactly what he's been doing this entire time i can't be racist because i give money to donations and all yo they don't show the racism in front of these people they need yeah. that person for something that's the reason why they donate ty duckett like you're gonna say ty duckett Come on, man. Like, why wouldn't he want to be cool around this dude? Like, come on. It's like, you, 
Yeah. Are we going to racism doesn't always work like you think it does, man. And that's just kind of what we've talked about that. So and the thing is, is those things again done giving this dude. Yeah, they just they look, sound, feel different. We know this. okay? so. So here we go. We're going to bring on Phil Robinson, who is the leader in the Michigan Liberty Militia. And he has a story to tell. He is saying that he is here to denounce all of that and give the true story of himself because he's tired of the bad press. So we're going to get him on here. Just one second here. Why do I got that? Oh, that's not that. Maybe I should do this. What's going on, my man? Can you hear me? I got you loud and clear. Sorry, I had I had a that just gave us all a rush. I had my headphones up too high. How you doing, Phil? <laughs> How you doing, my what brother? Was that? How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. So we talked a lot over the last two days, and I've kind of give a pre a pre interview process or uh, discussion to all my fans and all the people that are watching the show here today um, about my experience with talking to you and my uh, my perception of who you may be. Can you give them? Um, tell them the sh- long and short of what your history is, and then we'll go from there. Uh, there really isn't much to tell, man. Uh, I got sick of seeing the, the abuse of the government taking advantage of the, we, the people, and I decided to make a, make a stand. And so when you say the taking advantage of we, the people with who, who would be considered we, the people for you? And like, what is it that, um, that drives you and what else do you do outside of the militia? Is there anything else that you're involved with and what kind of drives you towards what, what you're doing here? Uh, what drives me towards what I do is uh, the future of my grandchildren and my kids and everybody else I care about. Absolutely. That's what drives me. And so there's been a lot of press on you, man. Like nobody probably knew it was Phil behind all this, but they hear the Michigan militia and the white supremacist, uh, right wing, uh, all of these things, man. Let me ask you, cause I'm just going to ask you plain. And I don't know if you've been watching the show. I ask these questions to everybody. Are you a racist? Do you dislike black people? Do you dislike women? Do you dislike Muslims? Do you dislike uh, uh, Mexicans? Just straight out answer yes or no. Do you do you have any of those feelings towards people like that? Absolutely not. And None so, whatsoever. And so, why is it that you get this rap? Can you do you have any idea why you believe you get this, or what what's going on with how that goes? Oh uh, man, I believe it has a lot to do with profiling and just the way I look. So I know some people have some questions in this. We're going to get to the questions in these comments. I'm going to pull some in here. And I do encourage anybody who's watching this to put your questions in here. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, uh, please answer. I'll answer any question to the best of my ability. I have nothing to hide. Absolutely. So um, the the big conflict right now is that this group that went up to the Capitol and stormed the Capitol with guns can you tell me what really happened and what your role in it was? Yes, sir. There was no storming of the Capitol whatsoever. The state police uh, let people in one by one, took the temperatures. Yes, a few people went in with rifles, but I can personally guarantee you anybody from the militias that I've personally worked with are uh, would not have shouted anything like that to anybody. We hold ourselves to a higher standard because so we know we are in the public eye. So what was your role there? Uh, my role was strictly security for the event organizers. Got you. 
So I got a couple questions that I want to pull in here, if you don't mind here. We got one from Sam Inglot, who says, one second here. He says, I've got a question for Phil. In a post on the uh, MLM Michigan Liberty Militia Facebook account, the posted a meme that compared Black Panthers and Black Lives Matter groups to Nazis and the KKK, among other groups. Do you really see these groups as being in the same boat? Where do you stand on the Black Lives Matter movement? It's an older post from 2018, but I think it's still a relevant question. So where do you stand on Black Lives Matter and the Black Panthers? Now, um, Black Lives Matters, I support. Black Panthers, I support. I just don't like uh, any ideology of extremists, though. That's my only take on that. I because people would see... Are portraying you all as extremists. That's interesting, because people would see you guys as extremists. Right. For real. And so that you're saying that's a that's a false narrative of who you guys are as extremists? Yes, absolutely. We are not extremists by any sorts of the so, no. So to make it clear, you say you do support the Black Lives Matter and the Black Panther movement. Well, we support everybody, yes. Gotcha. We have we are not political or any any sort of that. We are for we the people. And that goes for everybody. Gotcha. So Paul Torok has a question here for you. He says how about history of racist involvement with armed militias? Do you guys have any of that? No. Gotcha. So um, uh, I know that there was an incident that happened, I want to say in Dearborn or it was in East Lansing, where the militia, I'm, I'm not sure if it was yours or not, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, walked through a Muslim neighborhood and on an intimidation factor or were you guys doing security or what was the situation behind that? Okay, um, what happened in Dearborn back in uh, April, I believe it was uh, 2018, April 16th, um, we had uh, some people coming in from California to uh, say they were going to go protest at mosque and this and that and the other. Um, and basically, we went to Dearborn where the rally was being held at the Dearborn police station and just uh, kept the peace to make sure everybody had the right to do what they did. Yes, I didn't agree with them coming to the Michigan to rile up uh things that don't need to be riled up. And yes, I was kind of opposed to that, but they had a right to be here to do it. But I wanted to make sure that they uh, were going to make sure they were going to basically handle themselves to the standard that I would handle myself. Gotcha. So more or less, it's for you. Do you guys be, do you, are you guys paid to go do these security gigs or is it something that you volunteer for? Yeah, this is all just this is just something we believe in, man. This is a lifestyle for us. So I'm I'm what I'm taking from it is that you believe in the First Amendment. The same way you oh, believe absolutely. the Second Amendment. So then if somebody asks you to come and protect their First Amendment, you're saying it doesn't matter who it is, Black Lives Matter or Panther Group, if it was, you know, Colin Kaepernick wanted to take a knee someplace and they that's their First Amendment right to do it, you're saying if absolutely. you ask me to come to security, I'll do it. Absolutely. Gotcha. So is there a line, would you say, that you would draw for, say, an organization or a group of something that they support? Is there a line that you would draw to say, you know, I just don't want to be aligned with that in any way, shape or form? By the way, uh, Phil, this is my wife, Erica. I'm sorry. She's the Erica in America. Um, that I really uh, I don't know. Um, that would be a really that's a really tough question. And I know it I'm has very... to be because you're for all. Yeah, I'm for all. I mean, I everybody is equal in my eyes. So I don't I don't see things like most people do. So we have another question here. 
and I want to get back on that one real quick, but we'll get, we'll get to this one here. Uh, Trisha Wilcox asks, why were rifles necessary? Can you tell her why it was necessary for the rifles to be at the Capitol to take them in? Um, give your give your explanation or how you feel about that. Okay. Um, well, there's several reasons. One, um, we were asked to bring our long guns uh, to the rally for security, which is proper protocol, what we do. Um, two, it is our Second Amendment right, and I am very strong. Uh, I like to show people that it is okay to carry a long gun in the state of Michigan. That is our right. And uh, thirdly, um, it's a First Amendment right as well. Gotcha. It's a freedom of expression. Right. So what I'm taking from it then is this, it, it, is your stance or your place in all this is the security aspect of it. And whoever's doing whatever they're doing is is basically not your business. I'm just there to secure it so nobody on either side gets out of hand. Yes, absolutely. Important okay. asterisk absolutely. to that because you just added something to that. So that would go for either side. So, for instance, the situation with the Muslim um, you know, incident or whatever you want to call it, if things got out of hand on the side that you have been paid to protect, got out of hand, would the Muslims be protected by he your group as paid, well? He wasn't paid, but yes, yeah, still. I was never paid. I went to Dearborn on my free will. Uh, we did to make sure that the out-of-staters did not cause an uproar and make a big scene here in Michigan and leave a mess for us to clean up. Because anytime something bad happens or press, we get all the fallback. All the shit rolls downhill to us. Par for the course. So, so I, I, paid or not, I guess the main point is, is if they did get out of hand, you know, um, would the Muslims have been protected yes. by your group as yeah, well? Absolutely. So you're, absolutely. There, you're there to keep the peace. Yeah, I'm, that's it. We are we are simply there to make sure everybody has a right to peacefully assemble. That is our that is our mission statement. It's real simple. Got you. And so Sam Iglot comes or Inglot comes in again with a question because he, he asked the question about the uh, BLM and the Black Panthers and if you would be if you were uh, um, if you were okay with those groups. He says, "What is extreme about BLM?" He wants to know what's extreme about them. What's your take on that? I didn't say that. So you Black don't... Lives Matter. What was that, bud? No. So you saying? Go ahead. Go ahead. Explain. I I just I don't mean that they're anybody's extreme. I just won't side with anybody that is an extremist that I view. I'm not saying anybody is. So gotcha. I've never had an opportunity to work with anybody. So, so I, I think that's what anybody. when I talk to you, I, I I got that of a lot of what you talked about was that you don't get the opportunity to work with these people. It's not that you wouldn't work with these no, people. Sir. Nobody asks. Yeah, you. I don't have the opportunity. I'm from the west side of the state. I live in the middle of the woods. Got you. And so, yeah, I don't have, I don't live by big cities. I'm going to make an open invite to you then. If I, if, I'm we, if I'm a part of any BLM movements or any, uh, any protests that we have to have down here, I'd love for you guys to come down and hold security for us. Man, we would, we'd gladly do that. Well, I've I got know you. all my guys would do that. So let me ask you this because last third or last Wednesday, or excuse me, last, yeah, last Wednesday just passed. Uh, me and a group of my people, um, actually it was my wife and my son and my nephew and a couple other people, um, walked Sarah Anthony into, what you got there? Uh, rip it energy drink. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so we walked, uh, we walked Sarah Anthony into the Capitol and because she felt that she had, um, she was 
in fear for for herself and her safety because of what was going on out there. Um, two part question: How did you feel about us doing that? Um, using our Second Amendment to do that. Uh, first question. I thought, thought it was great. I appreciate that. Uh, second question was: If she had reached out to you all, would you have made sure she made it there safe? Absolutely, one hundred percent, with great honor. Absolutely. Um, second question is. Uh, outside of the Capitol, we seen, so I got a chance to talk to the Michigan, uh, United Liberty or Michigan Liberty United. And I talked to a lot of the people there and they all, they all expressed kind of a disdain for the, the, um, Trump bus, the Trump stuff that was out there because <laughs> they bus. felt this was a, this was a nonpartisan issue. This was, this had nothing to do with, you know, with Democrat or Republican. Multiple people said that to me. And so there also multiple people at that rally said that they were not appreciative of that Trump bus being out there and them the playing that Trump music and, and all the and... Trump flags. How do you feel about that? Do you denounce that type of behavior? Was it there about the if it's we the people, then it's all not just some some portion. So how do you feel? Yeah, about no, that? Absolutely. yeah, that was not that was not the time or place for that. Absolutely. Gotcha. Because that to me. Uh, now I'm not. I don't have any dealings or anything with that uh, Michigan United for Michigan or whatever group. I don't have any ties to that. So, um, yeah. But back to the Trump bridge. Yeah, to me personally, that should have been left out of that because this was not a political statement whatsoever. I got you. So the this negative about freedom, freedom for all people, freedom for all. Exactly. So the negative press that you've gotten. What have you heard? Have you gotten death threats? Have you had people calling you the racist and all of that stuff? Like how is how what has been said to you? How do you feel about all of that? And what would be your what would be your response to those people? Okay, first off, um, yes, I've had a few death threats, um, and it all all from white people. Um, I from haven't people. had any back. Yeah, only from white people. What type of death? I mean, what were they saying to you? What was their angering with you? Oh, man, I had this one guy tell me uh, he wants to play a game. Uh, he wants to come hunt me down and kill me. Um, tell, I've had a guy uh, message me telling me he wants to hang me from a tree like a wind chime. Uh, the only only good uh, white supremacist is a dead supremacist. And, and none of this is, is like just mind-boggling, man. And I haven't even been able to check my uh, Phil Robinson account uh, because Facebook always banned me. So I, I can't only imagine what messages are on that account. So they're specifically calling you out and calling you, you know, white supremacist, racist. What would, oh, absolutely. The, what would you the say news, to the them? Party, I say that they're uh, absolutely uh, praying Lido and they're slandering my name. 100%. It's all fake news. 100% fake news. And the media will divide us more than anything else. So can you understand... And I, I want to just ask the question, can you understand why people would think that given your actions and not just your appearance? No, because I don't see anything how I've ever displayed that. Well, let's let's take let's take the the um, let's take the involvement in the different groups that you protected and only protected. And I know you've given an explanation that um you know, you don't get asked to do anything else. And when people come here, they ask the Michigan Liberty Militia to do these things. But can you see why, if only you're protecting um, people that are coming to spew hate, that it could seem that you're attached to that? Can you see why somebody might have yeah. that perception? 
yeah, I can see that, but um, I don't see how I'm protecting people who spew hate, though. That that I I disagree with that. What would be the reason why somebody would go to a Muslim mosque to to? But uh, I wasn't there to support them, though, man. I was there actually against them. I did not want them coming to Michigan to do that. I so I got you. So what you're saying you is you were making sure they didn't tear shit up. Yes, absolutely. I was making sure that these outsiders from California, Will Johnson was the guy who who did this. I don't know if you know who he is. I don't. Do they have ties to the group that came to the governor's mansion? Not that I know of. Okay, because a lot told- of people were saying that was a group that was from out of town as well that came to stir shit up, well, and then they get grouped in with... Yeah, there were some guys from Illinois that uh, did show up to this rally, and uh, I asked him to shoulder his rifle, and he kind of gave me shit, so I didn't really like that. And uh, I still haven't figured out who this guy is yet, but I got his picture, and I got it floating around. So you had told me about the instance uh, when we talked prior about the, them being at the the government's, governor's mansion and and all these death threats that are going to her. And you, you denounced that to me. You said that that wasn't right. You didn't believe in that. Um, and then you said that this group that it came up, you know, you were kind of worried that they came up here to stir some shit. And I'm just giving context to what you just said about the Muslim mosque, because that just keyed in for me when you just said the reason why you were at the Muslim mosque was because you were there to, uh, you know, kind of keep everything clean so that it didn't end up being you taking the brunt for it. But at the end of the day, we see you did anyways. Um, but you talked about the group that went to the the governor's mansion um, from Illinois. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You just kind of alluded to the person, but can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, man, I don't really know much about it. I was not there. I wasn't present. Um, I just seen pictures of them talking to the state police in the Lansing State Journal. And then he came to the rally and I noticed I, I noticed him because I asked him and he said, yeah, I'm from Illinois. So I got you. So that's there were two or three guys dressed up, you know, carrying long guns um, and not not proper gun safety by any means. To me, as maybe they're here to give us all us open carry guys a bad name. We so, don't know. But. So, so that can happen though, because like what I talked to yeah. you and I talked to the Michigan Liberty United, both of them, both of you all kind of stated that, Hey, we're here to do one thing, one thing only. And we don't deal with those people. Those people can jump onto our stuff and our, our situation or whatever we got going on. And then the name that's attached to it gets the credit. And that's basically what you're saying is happening to you. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I don't want to bat. No, no, no. What I'm saying is when you came there to do security for Michigan Liberty United and. No, no, I never was at Michigan United that I did it for. It was Michigan or uh, American Patriot Rally. Oh, it was the American Patriot Rally on that Thursday. I'm sorry. So that's yet a different group. Yeah, absolutely. Way too, way, way different groups. I got you. I'm confused. I'm thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, because I'm actually familiar with. Um, that particular group, that's the name of it. And they organize um, many different things. Yeah. And they actually have something in Grand Rapids going on. And something that I noticed yeah. that was a little bit different is they do post um, rules and guidelines that everyone is supposed to strictly follow. And then they also noted that they would be uploading the militia rules and guidelines. And that was something I had not seen. Yeah. But that particular group, and a lot of it was no doing this, no doing that. And it was a lot of the things that we saw happening at the Capitol that they were denouncing and saying, yeah. don't do that. At least in our name. Absolutely. Okay. 
So, yes, man. absolutely. We are trying to open to everybody and make sure everybody feels comfortable because this is a United States issue, not a nothing else. You know, it's a we the people issue. I'm fighting for. You know, people that the American fighting for. People want to hate you, man, and I know you know that, right? They want to oh, yeah. believe what they're told. So, I'm taking everything that you're saying, man, and and uh, and I and me personally, I feel like if you if you are a white nationalist, racist person who is promoting off of that to get ranks within your ranks, um, you know, it seems like you would have to embrace that here on this position. You wouldn't be able to sit here and denounce that. Well, this wouldn't be. The but you are, that. though, correct? <laughs> Absolutely, man. I would face them clowns any day as well. So that's them good. Guys, thing. that's good thing you said that because I want to bring this question in. Mike McCurdy asked. They don't, they don't, don't want to see this heathen riled up either. <laughs> <laughs> So Mike McCurdy asks, will you denounce in the strongest terms white supremacists who show up every time there's a call to arms? In other words, if you're at some place and you're doing security and these white supremacists pull up, would you denounce that at that point? If asked or oh, how? Absolutely. I would ask them, you know, if it was a permitted event, which most of the events I do security are, that I would ask them to leave. Now, I have had a guy, and I'm sure there's video around, a guy that used to carry around a... It said white pride worldwide, some shit. And I made him take that flag down and get rid of it and put it in his pocket. He tried to give me a little grief at the Capitol once. He listened. And then he was back in Dearborn. And me and him almost got into a physical altercation about it. Because wow. he is using a symbol of mine of Odin, uh, a religious symbol, as a hate symbol. And that I will not tolerate that either. Wow. Man, I'm I'm... I'm appreciating this conversation, man. So let me let me get to another couple questions here. We got um, because that, there's a lot of questions of who you would protect. And it seems like you said you'd protect anybody, not protect, but you keep the peace at any situation. So yeah. I'm not going to go through all the questions because some people are asking, what about these group of people? What about this group of people? So you're saying if, if whoever it is that has a sanctioned event at this place, you would protect and secure that sanctioned event no matter who it is. Yes, if I had the means to do it, absolutely. Right. And that is because absolutely. you believe in the First Amendment right staunchly. Yeah. Uh, 100%, yes. So Trisha Wilcox says something that I'm hoping too, brother. She says, I hope he's being genuine. Oh, that's the only way I know how to be. I mean, that's why everything on my Facebook and everything is all public. I, That's what I am. I'm very genuine. That's why people either love me or hate me. So Sheila Parker comes in with a question. She says, peace is exactly what the government doesn't want within the masses, and that's why the media loves to stir up mess between all of us, because they know there is power in numbers. United we stand and divided we fall. She sounds like you. And that is so true. I mean, right now, I mean, they're trying to distract us. I mean, if they're, if we are fighting against each other, what they have gained so much ground, and what are they doing Why we're doing that? What are we being distracted from? Right. I agree. I do agree with that. Um, so let me see. Questions. Form them as questions. Put a question mark after them if you guys put one in here so I don't have to read through the whole thing before I realize you're making a statement. Um, Sam Ingot says, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'd be curious to hear what Phil thinks about the corporate influence on America, our democracy, and on struggling Americans. Um, can you explain that question? Um, I think he's asking for his viewpoint on how largely big, 
you know, big corporations influence our United States, our legislative process, and how that ends up affecting the common American. So you're talking like special interest groups. Yeah, special like interest. Or like, yeah, special interest or like People major corporations, GM, you know, IBM is not a thing anymore. People but... that have the money to right. line pockets and pay people. Um, man, that's we could talk about that for a long time. Um, I think it has a great influence on people. People like money. Right. Yeah. And so, so uh, you think they help create the divide? Because we know that media is a part of the big conglomerate of money here. So if media is in that aspect of keeping us divided, so we don't wake up and say, wait a minute, I don't hate this guy, Phil, and Phil doesn't hate me. You know, how can we decide to bring our groups together and, and so on? They don't want that, correct? Oh, absolutely not. That's the biggest fear. That's the sleeping giant that they don't want awoken. Gotcha. So I will say this is Mike McCurdy again, and I'm, I'm going to say this because I agree with this aspect. He says when you roll with white supremacists, and basically what he's saying is, if you, I don't know how, if you're rolling people, if you're hanging out with people rolling shit, you're going to get a little shit on you kind of thing. I couldn't morally, and this is not nothing to do with you. This is on your thing. I couldn't morally support or give uh, support to anybody uh, that, that, that has those views. But I think that if it's what you're saying is what you're saying and that secure whoever needs securing, we are going to put that to the test and we'll see if that's true. Um, if that is what you're saying, then it's a uh, so this would take a different type of thinking that you only care about the Bill of Rights and you only care about that aspect of everything. And as long as that's being withheld, then it doesn't matter who is is using it or exercising. It. Is that what you're saying? Well, the Bill of Rights is, uh, yeah, that's the rule of the law of the land. It is the most important thing. So that because that, without that. That governs how you move, though, is that if I'm watching somebody that wants to exercise their rights, it doesn't matter how they're exercising it or what they're saying during it. I'm going to make sure they get to exercise whatever right it is they want to exercise. Absolutely. As long as it is peaceful. And so because that's a word. 